superheroes. Um, hey guys, how are you? Perfect. 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 Okay. Yeah. Hey, um, these episodes, I uh, really wanted to talk about the uh, the shopping spree uh, where VMware was on uh, somewhere around uh, summer 2019. Um, we uh, we we found some money. Yeah, I, I think I think that uh, we 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 were at the end of the rainbow, right? Where the <laughs> where the pot of where the pot of gold was, right? And uh, and and um, yeah, just to name a couple of 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 names that we that we acquired. Uh, we acquired uh, Avi, we acquired Bitfusion, Bitnami, we acquired uh, Pivotal, Carbon Black, um, we acquired uh, Uana, mm -hmm. uh, we acquired Veriflow. The, the, the list goes on and the on. The list goes on and on. Uh, Bitfusion, the, 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 the list goes on and on. Um, <clears throat> so today I think it was a, it's a good idea to uh, just pick three sure. or mm -hmm. two, uh, depends on time, um, and, and just, um, yeah, Give it some some some, some context. Some context, um, because if you look at um, let's say five years ago, uh, if you look at VMware five years ago, uh, our slides didn't change that much. Uh, I mean, our vision, our strategy slide. Um, the 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 idea is the any any any, mm. and then the security uh, uh, built in basically or intrinsic uh, as we uh, as we say it on our slides. Um, and if we look. At that picture five years ago, um, if we then compare it, for example, with a puzzle, uh, it would be a puzzle for a four-year-old with very big pieces, mm. right? Uh, and right now, um, the further we are in the in the in the the story, the smaller the pieces get. Yeah. The more mm -hmm. uh, the, the 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 more concrete, the more concrete, the more precise our solutions are. I, I think that <coughs> that's the beauty of those acquisitions, whatever they might be, whatever kind of technology it is we're buying, as you said. A couple of years ago, we set out a roadmap, a plan. Yeah. We want to do this in X amount of time. And every acquisition that we have done over the, cost, the past couple of years with an accelerated, at an accelerated rate the, the last year mm -hmm. in 2019 are all to um, deliver on, on that plan. Mm -hmm. yeah. None of them are, let's take a piece of the market that we don't already own and... Um, kill it or mm -hmm. cannibalize on, on it because yeah, yeah there, there are acquisitions out there in, in the IT market that just say we have money, um, let's invest it in something we don't have already uh -huh. so it doesn't become a competitor of mm -hmm. us and, and uh, yeah, you know and just let it bleed out basically. Exactly, yeah. stuff like that's absolutely <coughs> not what we have what we have been doing with VMware. It's all to build on that strategy with yeah. security in mind but also application delivery and, and, yeah. and other aspects yeah. of IT. Very good, very yeah, great. Which is, uh, I, I think, for me, one of the better acquisition strategies in the market at, at this moment, to be mm -hmm. honest. If, if I look at VMware, um, uh, or no, let's say I, if I look at others, mm -hmm. uh, what they, from time to time, buy, they buy stuff to replace an old thing they have, mm -hmm. right? Um, and then we are just buying stuff because it fits in the complete mm -hmm. story, mm -hmm. right? It makes, it makes the story or the strategy or the vision come to life just that little bit more. Um, so, so th th that is what what I think sets us apart from the, the rest of the industry. But isn't it great that mm. the market says, um, in in reaction to some of those acquisitions, if not all, that the the general reaction is that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That's looking forward. Yeah. That's enhancing mm. what you already have, improving on what you already have, instead of why? Yeah, because there there are and. I hate to name drop here, but there's a certain application delivery platform out there <laughs> that has bought or acquired, uh, same thing, um, 
a certain open source <laughs> web uh, engine. Uh, you're all following me or, or, yeah. or not? And the main reaction of the public, uh, why? Yeah. What, what are you going to do with that? Yeah. And from time to time, it doesn't make sense. And from time to time, it does make sense. Yeah. Uh, and uh, in the VMware context, it does make sense. That's, I think, we can agree on. Yeah. Right? So to, to lift a bit <coughs> of that veil, the, the vendor I was talking about is a key on your keyboard, the mm. fifth key on, on your keyboard in the top left corner. Yeah. Jesus. And and, wh and what if you're not uh, a QWERTY user or uh, whatever? No, no, that should work on every keyboard. It's a function key. Oh, ah, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. The fifth one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fifth one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't have function keys anymore yeah, on my yeah. on my MacBook. But okay, check. Yeah. I, I I think I get what Th you those guys uh, yeah, what yeah, you mean. Yeah, yeah. great so, great company by the way. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> great technology. Hey, yeah. hey, hey. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, okay. Let's let's out of the list. I I, I said let's let's take out um, uh, one to start with. Sure. Uh, and uh, let's take Avi. <coughs> uh, what, what a bridge that is. So <laughs> uh, so. Uh, so that, <laughs> So what I what I um, uh, uh, I really would like to know is um, where does it fit in our puzzle, mm -hmm. um, and and what does it bring to the table um, um, that that we didn't have before? So why basically we did why yeah. why does it make sense? Um, let's first talk what Avi is mm -hmm. as, as a company. Mm -hmm. They have developed an application delivery platform. Mm -hmm. um, as a direct competitor to function key, yeah, to that function key, um, with the biggest difference that it's software only. That's their strategy, okay. right? It's all in the delivery of that of that service, basically. Yeah. Um, they have not discriminated in terms of on which platform they can roll out that service. You mean which software platform? Amazon, Google, okay. yeah. uh, ESX, KVM. You name it, yeah, any kind of cloud environment is a mm -hmm. potential habitat for mm -hmm. for uh, for the load balancer. Well, I hate to call it a load balancer because that's just one aspect. Mm -hmm. of okay, it. it's an application delivery platform. Mm -hmm. um, so whatever that platform might be, it can host that solution. And whatever the backend might be, whether that then becomes physical, yeah. it's fine. Preferably virtual because of the scale and the nature, mm -hmm. but could also be containerized. Okay. Or could be an entire cloud built mm -hmm. around containers like mm -hmm. Kubernetes cloud or Pivotal cloud, for instance. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it's all in the delivery. And then um, one of the, the, the main aspects of their strategy is because it is software only, mm -hmm. the, the return on investment becomes a topic all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Because now you have a model because it is software that you can consume according to the needs that you have in terms of load balancing, yeah. in terms of additional security, etc. Mm. So it becomes a dynamic platform in mm. which you spawn X amount of services, instances mm -hmm. uh, of, of that specific uh, load balancing functionality, for instance, yeah. as opposed to a hardware-based solution where you buy a big box and you um, take into account a certain level of growth over the, the time it's... Uh, the investment, the, the lifespan. lifespan yeah, yeah. The investment, the lifespan, uh, the, the time you're willing to pay for it. So mm -hmm. let's say three or five years. That's at the get-go, at the first instance that you uh, buy that box, it's a big box uh -huh. and you're not leveraging it 100%. Mm -hmm. And you don't know if you're ever going to leverage exactly. it. Exactly. And if you 
overleverage it, yeah. then you have a problem. In, yeah, in, in best, <coughs> best case scenario, you have a luxury problem where, where it's not enough and you need to buy more. Uh -huh. So what do you do then? You buy another box. Uh -huh. right? And that's the beauty of the software model. If your company grows and your application delivery needs grow, it scales with your platform. Yeah. Right? It scales with your cloud. It scales with your private cloud, your public cloud, whatever, wherever, yeah. wherever it's hosted. So that's a very compelling argument to start doing it in, in, mm -hmm. in software. And that, that's the main benefit, I, I would say, um, of, of looking into AVI as an application delivery platform. It comes obviously with other aspects um, because of where it sits in the network. Mm -hmm. it's, it's typically internet-facing, like a typical load balancer. So it's a very good load balancer, mm -hmm. first off. It also becomes a security device, like a web application filter. Yeah. Again, because where it sits in front of the application, basically b between the user and the application directly, yeah. because it's there to deliver that application. Mm -hmm. And again, because of that position, it now allows you to start mm -hmm. metering, monitoring, uh, troubleshooting uh, flows and access yeah. to, towards your application. So um, I look forward to getting my hands dirty with, with the product myself. Yeah. I haven't had the chance yet. Uh, seen a lot of presentations, seen a lot of videos, but it it, it looks really cool. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. Yeah. and quite easy. I, I've seen some configuration things, and it seemed easy. Too easy, maybe? Too easy? Well, <laughs> never too easy. Is there such a thing as, the, <laughs> I don't as know. too easy? And then it would roll out itself, and then know upfront what the application is going to need. Um, there, there's always an aspect of configuration. You still mm. need to do. Yeah. You still need to know what what it is that you're going to do. But looking at the interface, I agree. Mm. It's it's a uh, it's a very neat interface. Yep. Uh, it's not uh, cluttered in in any way. It shows you what is required for that aspect of the the configuration. Uh, maybe you thought of, talked about one thing. It, it does a bit of load balancing. Mm -hmm. It does other things also. Um, it fits VMware in, in total, mm -hmm. so it fits our story in SDDC. Uh, but we already had load balancing, for example, in NSX. It, it's it's add features or does it uh, replace it? Definitely, or? yeah, definitely. So the the load balancer in NSX, while a good load balancer. It's uh, developed upon an open source uh, uh, variant called uh, HA Proxy, and there we need to do all the development stuff ourselves. Mm. From a use case point of view, um, it definitely delivers in terms of load balancing. Obviously, it comes with its own set of algorithms to be able to do so. It comes with its own set of security controls to make sure it all happens in a secure fashion. It does its job very well. But in essence, it's nothing more than that. It's mm -hmm. it's a load balancer. It, yeah. it has a little bit of rewriting functionality, um, where when you say when you look at uh, AVI, for instance, it's really about application delivery. Yep. So it's it's all about rewriting rules. Yeah, it looks at the application. Absolutely, and then, yeah. it's it's in. It, because it sits at that application level, it's application aware, it, it, it knows how your users are accessing it, while the NSX uh, load balancer, again, very good load balancer, but it's more about simple high availability and connectivity towards a pool of resources, mm. uh, little or no intelligence, right? So from a network point of view, if, yeah. if you want, while an ADC is much more in, 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 um, in relation to how the application should work and how it is presented to the outside and how it should scale, uh, for yeah. instance. Um, and you probably know this, you, you can link NSX 
uh, as a network and like as an SDM platform to Kubernetes to make your Kubernetes smarter. AVI does that natively. Right? Yeah. You don't need NSX to have that function. Of course, it makes it, it makes it all better. Uh, <laughs> let that be very clear. But from a pure function point of view, you're not required to have NSX to have that application yeah. delivery uh, capabilities straight out of uh, AVI. And maybe um, you talked about that function key. There's mm -hmm. another big competitor on, on the market that is more um, in the end user space, I would mm -hmm. say mm -hmm. also. I will not say the name, but no. uh, I think you know which one I mean. Uh, how do they compare? Do you have an idea on, on that part? Uh, T to be honest, I don't. I know who you're talking about, yeah. but I'm not sure uh, that I'm in the right position to talk about no. them because I don't know all the details in in, in that aspect. Um, I do I do know they do a great job in delivering um, high availability features towards backend desktops and backend mm. applications and publishing applications to the outside world. Uh, AVI checks all those boxes as well. So okay, yeah, yeah. and is then. Um, less costly upfront. Yeah, that, that's in the end what yeah. they, what I think sets us most yeah. most of the time apart. Pay as you go, <clears throat> and and actually, sorry to interrupt you there. If not the technology, that for me is the most important part of that acquisition. Because as we all know, VMware uses uh, a licensing structure. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, what's the term I'm looking for? And um, it doesn't matter. So you need to pay upfront, right? Mm -hmm. You perpetual. don't know perpetual. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> you don't know how you're going to consume it or how much you're going to consume it, but you need to pay upfront anyway. Yeah. And that's the beauty of AVI because it introduces a model, a pay-as-you-go, a pay-as-you-grow, a pay-as-you-use model, which, from my point of view, VMware can learn from yeah. going forward. Um, so, as I said, apart from the technology, I think that factor is very important yeah. as well. And that's also um, uh, going into. Um, uh, the future world where everything gets more flexible, more yeah. agile, uh, makes more sense that you have uh, a load balancer or functionalities that can just grow with that scalable, agile, flexible uh, uh, model that, that exactly. we'll exactly. get used to uh, in the future. So uh, yeah, yeah, fully agree. Yeah, yeah. It makes more sense. Cool. And uh, then uh, maybe another one uh, where we, I think we can close this one off, right? Yeah, sure. The other one. Okay. Uh, so, um, Another one uh, which uh, I'm, I'm not um, familiar with, um, and I think none of the three uh, here and around the table uh, is, is really familiar with it. Um, but uh, when we were prepping this this episode, we, we talked a little bit about Bitfusion. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. I read a little bit of blogs about it, and, and, and I, I can I can form some sort of idea, yep. uh, but I don't see a real use case. And you were talking, uh, Frederick, about a use case that links back to the to the end user computing space. Um, so uh, not really the end user <coughs> computing space. I think Bitfusion you could compare it with graphical power, mm -hmm. so uh, the non-traditional CPU power, but GPU then, mm -hmm. uh, and and pooling that, and okay. making sure that you have a big resource pool on on that part. And the main use case that they have is indeed AI, machine learning, and and because that needs a lot of power. And where do you get it? So I was talking about that use case when we were prepping this mm -hmm. is uh, I had one use case that you say, hey, we need to do rendering, we need to do those kind of things. So instead of one server with one graphical card, send it to a pool of graphical graphical cards and let do that let them do the rendering, the, the stuff that they need to do, send it then back and and do the stuff. And do the stuff that that you have. Same for AI, same for same for machine learning, uh, because it needs a lot of resources. 
if you yeah. spit it to one server or you can spit it to what, a pool, a a pool, pool of, of resources, resources yeah. again, it makes it easier. And it yeah. fits in the story again. It's software defined. It, mm -hmm. it makes it sure that, of course, you need graphical mm -hmm. hardware at a certain you moment. Need, you need the hardware somewhere. You need the hardware somewhere. There's <laughs> always hard. serverless. It doesn't really exist. You need server yeah. somewhere. It so. does exist, but not in this, in this context. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so at that point, you need hardware somewhere, but it spits that to over a software layer so yeah. we can pool it again yeah. like we do with vms mm -hmm. yes. resource pooling and that that is again fitting the complete vision picture right yeah. uh, getting everything into software and 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 uh, and then especially going into the uh, the 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 bingo words of of, of these days ai the buzz, machine the learning, words. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, uh, but 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 this makes it um, makes it happen uh, mm -hmm. makes it also uh, i think um more relevant and more used maybe in the end because if you have a pool of resources that you can use for a mm. certain task or a gpu that just sits and is connected to let's say one one guy that needs to render something uh once a day uh right now you can have uh, five guys that need to need to render and just spit that to three gpus for example yeah. because they only have yeah two or two two three times a day to render yeah. stuff so maybe it's also more cost cost effective in that, uh, in that and, way. And, and not only that but imagine that you're um, a customer in need of, of, of such a functionality right so what mm -hmm. do you need to do today before the acquisition is you need your hypervisor mm -hmm. right? because you're sharing resources anyway everybody needs a hypervisor and then you need an additional component that hopefully works in line with your hypervisor to create those pools mm -hmm. so in an ideal world and that's what we're creating here all of that comes from the same vendor, in this case VMware, and you're good, you're good to go. Yeah. If that's yeah. your use case, go. It's yeah. part of the hypervisor. Correct. Mm -hmm. Correct. Um, one last one, I think, um, and I think that links back to the and the networking space and the enterprise computing space is the, um, the acquisition of Carbon Black, which is uh, which was announced uh, together with uh, with Pivotal, mm -hmm. uh, which um, I almost fell off my chair about uh, the amount of money that was spent in one in one earnings call uh, saying and we uh, have the intent to acquire pivotal and we have the intent to acquire uh, a carbon black and oh yeah that will be minus five billion on our mm -hmm. uh, on our bank account my, my first reaction to that news was oh i i thought we already acquired them <laughs> that was pivotal, pivotal yeah not uh, carbon black uh, but on, on pivotal i i thought we all were already one big fam uh, happy well, family we, we, we were we already a family but right we didn't have real impact i think mm -hmm. on the on the on their development cycles we needed to plug in on the on the on, on what they have mm. uh, which was then potentially less um integrated with our story uh -huh. um and if you look at the for example uh bitnami that we that we uh that we bought uh we had haptio as well that we mm. i think we we forgot that one in the in the list uh that brought a couple of the founders of kubernetes on board of course if you want to have real impact mm. yeah you potentially it's, need some sort of it's um, the difference between technology. living together and actually being yeah. married that's it yeah. 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 i think yeah. we already <clears throat> spent money on it we had shares but that's now it. we have everything and we now, have it now, we, now we really have control mm, and we mm, can indeed. push things forward in the likes that we would like to see it yeah. and not how they think or yeah. might see the world or maybe we can learn from each other and, and and how they see the world potentially we can adopt as well i don't know mm. Let's maybe our development cycles will change now. let's let's <laughs> let's let's wait and see and see what's uh, what's coming out and, and but it, it, it's clear with acquisitions like this that you know that the nature of VMware as a company is is changing yeah, yeah. constantly evolving 100%. We're, we're no longer for a long time actually no longer that typical um infra play yeah not not just the infrastructure play but 
infrastructure as a service yeah. or, or, or code but uh, If you look at based. the acquisitions indeed, like a pivotal, like a bit Nami, it's those DevOps guys, those developers that are really interested in yeah. those kind of acquisitions and that it was not a traditional play that VMware had. No, but when we were, we were prepping the uh, this episode, I, I, I followed the AWS course recently. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the one of the labs you can do, you uh, you go and you uh, go to a template to deploy into AWS, and uh, that was verified by Bitnami. And I was like, oh, that's what those guys are doing. They're, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. So, that, so and that is that is then you then you see, okay, once I'm in the world of real developers or guys that are actually using AWS, then then they're all of a sudden also using our technology, which is which is very nice to see. And and uh, if you would ask. Uh, Guys, or, or even if you talk to people that you know in your in your in your family or whatever that are uh, maybe a little bit IT related, mm. most of us know VMware. If you're a little bit in IT, uh, but guys are looking into the application, they they don't know they yeah. they, they don't know VMware because mm. they don't care about the infra. Mm. Mm. Um, but all of a sudden, you see names like Bitnami just yeah crossing yeah your your, your view basically. Okay, this is this is something we technology we have acquired recently so which is kind of cool. I, I hadn't paid attention to that before and in mm-hmm. all honesty i did not know what binami binami sorry was yeah. before the acquisition me um, either yeah <laughs> to be honest at, at least we're honest yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's it. but that's a say the, the cool thing is that we are we're acquiring also of course Corbin black pivotal are are big companies mm-hmm. but all the others are relatively small companies yes. mm-hmm. uh, of course they're potentially easier to integrate into the bigger uh, picture of vmware um, but if we could start using all those technologies and it's pieces of the puzzle that mm-hmm. get smaller potentially mm-hmm. or more uh, we, we get a little bit more uh, possibilities by by adding it uh, it doesn't make the world change but it changes it a bit by a bit by a bit and that's that's kind of cool yeah. mm-hmm. But back to Carbon Black. <laughs> was a, like a sidetrack. <laughs> it's a sidetrack. I've sidetracked that. Uh, uh, let me open uh, on, sure. on that part. Um, so, again, if, I think it fits our, our story mm-hmm. really well. Um, and, and there was a bit of a missing key somewhere. We, we said we did intrinsic security and we had a lot of solutions around that. But we were we were not seen as a security vendor. That mm-hmm. was one thing. And the other thing is that we didn't have like an really bolted in security type. We didn't have that part. Being built so, in basically. Yeah, yeah, a built in security type. Yeah. Um, so I think Carbon Black is, is ideally positioned on that part because mm-hmm. they already play in that, that space. And if we can nudge it together and mm-hmm. make sure that we have as a VMware from a vSphere point of view, with an app defense point of view, from a workspace one point of view, if we can build it in in those kind of solutions immediately, mm-hmm. then we're like really close to the application. Again, that that uh, Goldilocks uh, story, yeah. story yeah. Is, is saying, hey, we can fit everything together mm-hmm. and making it sure that it's more secure and, and built in in intrinsic security. Mm-hmm. Then. Question from my end because I'm not a security guy, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, well, I, I might look like uh, uh, somebody that can be a security guy, but I'm not a security guy in IT. Uh, but uh, why is what what is Carbon Black bringing to the table? What, what why does it make our story better? So, first of all, it it comes out of the uh, forensics corner of mm-hmm. uh, of IT. Right, mm-hmm. looking into very much like what App Defense is doing for, mm-hmm. for VMware, 
but broader, not tied to an hypervisor. Mm-hmm. Very much looking into how applications uh, behave, take that into account, monitor changes, yeah. all, all of that. And that tied to anti-malware um, in in general. Okay. Well, it's it's lots more, lot more than that, but mm-hmm. just keep it at anti-malware for now. Um, when something happens. Mm-hmm. Before, you had an anti-malware engine, and it mm-hmm. said, I found a file, and I could clean the file, yes or no. And it, okay, was, it was that file. Okay. okay. Now it becomes increasingly important in developer environments, in, in uh, environments where you write your own code and mm-hmm. stuff like that, so general developer uh, environments, to track and trace, basically, what mm-hmm. a malware has done in my environment. How did it enter? Through email, USB, whatever case might be yeah. how did it propagate mm-hmm. and through that propagation can i determine what a potential uh, damage yeah. was around that malware and have do i have it contained now yeah, very important as well what were the vulnerabilities used uh, what patches do i need and also what the potential leak has yeah, yeah. How did so, how yeah. did it enter? That, okay, that's yeah, what I mean yeah, by yeah. that's what I mean by that. Okay, yeah. Was it physical? Was it the download? Yeah, was it a drive by download? I, what I mean is also, uh, let's say a hacker comes in, um, they take out uh, whatever secure secure uh, documents, for example. Mm. Is that something uh, that we can trace them yeah. as well? Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, we can we can even put values on those uh, on those documents. Was it uh, sensitive? Highly sensitive? Was it private? Was okay. it uh, public? And uh, like like a DLP solution, a yeah. data loss prevention solution, very much uh, look into the, the the risk and in to some extent the, the cost r- loss. No, that's not the, what I mean. The 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 revenue the loss, revenue loss yeah. um, that was uh, paired with that with yeah. that attack or that intrusion. Yeah. 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 So it got it's 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 very um, it it doesn't do it it doesn't do carbon black honor to just call it an anti malware mm-hmm. solution. But let's be very clear. I, I think that's what resonates in the market, uh-huh. and that's what, what people are, are calling it. Um, to that extent, I, I follow Frederick's uh, approach in, in saying, how does it enrich our environment? Mm-hmm. And I see that in, in four ways. First of all, it will allow us to um, put a solution in the market based on vSphere with built-in anti-malware controls. Okay. Again. Um, I say anti-malware, I mean a lot more because Carbon Black can do a lot, lot more, but I'm just focusing on that part. Uh, very much like if you would buy vSphere with vSAN in it, uh-huh. or if you would buy vSphere with AppDefense in it, or mm-hmm. vSphere with something else mm-hmm. in it, it now becomes a secure vSphere, basically, yeah. allowing to you allowing you to build uh, agentless anti-malware yeah. Yeah. Uh, infrastructure. Very cool. Another aspect is it enriches our behavior on AppDefense uh, level. So mm-hmm. where AppDefense will look into what your applications are doing, uh-huh. Carbon Black will tell us if those files are trusted or potentially, or a potential risk is tied to yeah. those to those processes. So enriching that environment. Yeah. And then a third one is very much in, in your corner, in the end user computing corner, um, from an endpoint protection point of view, mm-hmm. providing, again, uh, an anti-malware engine basically on endpoints. I'm not sure if it's mobile at this point. It's not I, mobile. I need to look it up, moment. but it's it's definitely portable and. and, and it's uh, focused on Windows yeah, uh, for yeah, the moment. Yeah. Uh, so typical workload, a typical uh, end-user workload, endpoint uh, endpoint protection, and then lastly, it will also integrate with uh, a product we have called Secure State, which does a monitoring of your cloud resources, 
whether they follow certain compliance standards and how they communicate with each other and if there are any um, configuration errors done from from the cloud point of view and then have a layer of security on top mm. of that because if you have a configuration um, a misconfiguration in the cloud what's again the potential risk and and what are the risks involved with with opening up your application through the yeah. cloud for, for instance and that's where carbon black also has an, an added value cool where we for example on, on the end user space uh, where we integrate with workspace one then and and the intelligence part is we get the data from carbon black and we see for example that threats are coming in and so on and we use that data and we you can use that data for automation and say for example if we see that threat coming in we'll block this profile we'll block those apps and the user will not get access anymore to his vpn client mm -hmm. Okay. Just a really simple example. Yeah. But yeah. that is also really... And what I hope, and I think everybody of the business unit in user computing is thinking that... It agrees now. <laughs> it's like, we want this in our agent immediately. Like, if mm -hmm. you would put it in, in, in the agent immediately, then we can do everything together. We have the hub where you can see your applications, but also in the back end, we'll do scanning, we'll do all those things. That would be an amazing we, step. We, we should, and I hope it's coming. It, uh, it, it's definitely going to come our way. Uh, we should definitely do a, a podcast dedicated to a AVI on one hand, uh, Pivotal perhaps on the other hand, yeah. but uh, especially Carbon Black. We have some specialists in the in the region that can talk more in depth about it because we're not doing the product any honor at this, mo <laughs> yeah, at, at this moment. Yeah, yeah. It does a lot more than that. Uh, but I think that would be a good idea. Yeah. Mm. So let's. Uh, we can set that up, and we can uh, we can dial in uh, people over Zoom if we want. Sure, to. sure, so, sure. That's that's cool. Um, maybe a question we didn't um, prep, mm -hmm. but uh, for the two of you, what is the best acquisition that um, VMware did at this moment? That's assuming we prep the other questions. That's, that's, <laughs> that's A. <laughs> um, Perfect. B, uh, oh, I think it's a time between Carbon Black and AVI for me. And that's this year, but I mean in general. Oh, in general? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, uh, uh, that's a, that's a no-brainer then for me. <laughs> Uh, Nicira. Yeah, I, I was going to say I that. Was, I was I was wondering when is he, when when will the penny drop and yeah. say oh yes it's Nicira. Yeah, Nicira, uh, which uh, became the NSX uh, okay. solution. Yeah. And for me, it's also really easy. It's AirWatch. It's AirWatch, yeah. Yeah. And uh, for me, in in my corner, uh, one I have Isan, That is no real acquisition. Uh, um, uh, secondly. Uh, there is VCF, but that's uh, that's basically everybody's game. Mm -hmm. uh, so a joint um, effort. Yeah, that's it. So we, the, an, an acquisition I really like is, was CloudHealth. Mm -hmm. To be honest, mm -hmm. I really like the way that we can give customers insight in what they are spending in the cloud. Mm -hmm. Second part of that is um, how can we make your cloud spend better? And I don't mean get it higher, but how can we get less cloud spend um, or um, optimized optimized yeah, yeah well optimize your cloud spend but in the end it equals potential minus on the invoice uh, somewhere in the end um, but also uh, it gives you some insight for example on hey you have an s3 bucket which has a, a which is public you shouldn't do that that's not no best practice so it gives you insight on best practices that, as well. that's a secure state part of cloud health yeah mm. yeah and that is that's for me one of the one of the the real cool um uh, acquisitions with it mm -hmm. uh, which i think is less known 
Um, Agreed. But is, um, in my view, one of the one of the cooler uh, acquisitions we did over the, let's say, last two years. Yeah, then we need mm. to make more noise. Uh, uh, for for sure, yeah. Let's sure. do one then about cloud yeah. also. Uh, well, I think it's, it's, th those guys are are also they're local guys as well. Uh, mm. They're uh, they're in the Netherlands. Uh, we we should definitely get uh, mm. get one of those guys on the podcast. I think we're virtually setting the agenda for this yeah. year. Uh, so yeah. that's good. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, last last year we uh, we had around I think eight or nine episodes. Mm -hmm. um, so I think we already now have uh, uh, one about carbon black. Uh, one about you, you said one as well. I think Frederick uh, or didn't you? Uh, and then then we uh, we we can set I, one up for cloud health. But uh, I can find some out. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can now <laughs> give some some examples. Uh, they're they're somewhere up your sleeve. I'm sure. So uh, so okay. That, I think that is that is for. 2019 acquisitions that is i think we did a good job as vmware well we didn't do a good job but vmware did a good job mm -hmm. as acquisitions um so um yeah with that i would like to uh to end this uh this episode if that's okay for you guys sure sure sure. sure. <laughs> you don't have a choice <laughs> you always sound you make it sound like we have a choice yeah, yeah. but in the end very, I'm, very generous <laughs> he, he pushes the button <laughs> yeah, so uh, thanks a lot guys for uh for being part of the of the uh the podcast and thanks for uh shining a little bit of light on the acquisitions that we uh, that we did last year um and uh, i'm sure next time we uh, we will set up some uh, some zoom calls or whatever to uh, to get more people on board perfect absolutely right. thank you very much guys and, uh